0: Hi everybody, this is Black Talk Sacramento number 13. Number 13. 13. And we just want to welcome you. Uh, this is gonna be a short show. One of our main contributors is missing today. He's yes. Sher Brown. Yeah. Mayor Sher Brown is not here. So um, he's, he's here gonna, though. He's here in spirit. In spirit, in spirit. Yeah. In spirit he's okay. here. You know, he's yeah. he's here in spirit. I can still smell his afro-sheen. <laughs> so um <laughs> One yes. Apple a, Sheen um, or Afro Sheen? I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I can get that. You know what I'm saying? I can I can, still, I can still smell his Afro sheen. <laughs> sheen. What's that blue stuff called? What's that blue, blue, blue magic?
1: Blue magic. Blue I still, magic. I can still smell his blue magic. Take it back a little further. You got some <laughs> Joe Carol in your head. Okay.
0: <laughs> I can still, I can still hear that. Uh, and Marichelle, if you're listening, just playing, just playing. You know what I'm saying. We got your background. Yeah, we know you don't wear Afro sheen. You know, we know you're a blue magic brother. <laughs> so um, we are located. We have. We are Black Talk Sacramento Records. Every second Tuesday of the month, right here at Underground Books. Located at loops. where is this place located?
2: Is this well usually I just say 35th and Broadway. And 35th and though?
0: Broadway. Um, well we're gonna give the In official the heart of park?
2: we're gonna give the official Google um, um, designation as
0: 2814 35th Street. 35th Street and 35th the phone Street. number is 916 737 333 and another and another three. three. So um you can go ahead and uh, call Start up by. Mother Rose is standing by to take your orders. Um, we have local local authors that are here that that need your support so oh, if you yes, can come we through and buy a couple of those books and also she guys I just bought a book today by she the new music. the new intellectual guy that's 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 hot right now yeah. I forgot his name yeah that guy um so yeah it's like Tanishi Tanishi Coates. Coates. so he has yeah. a book out it's it's all the rave right now and then also too we have a guest today that is an author she's going to come and um and say the good word for us and tell us what her things all right we're going to we're going to do our op- Opening, our uh, opening thing. Do
1: doom 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 hey, hey,
0: hey, doom hey, hey,
2: hey, 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 Sacramento Hey, hey, du- hey Alright Welcome to Black Talk Sacramento I love that opening
0: Yes, yes We, we change it up every Every, every, every day we got a remix Every month We call it a little part of jazz Yeah, we remix it every month You know what I'm saying That's right Because we can't remember nothing Because we can't really remember The last we just come with We don't be listening What's we doing? We don't go back and listen to it again That's it It's improvisation on
2: a whole new level Okay a improvisation because We got Alzheimer's Alright, so Got the beatbox, <laughs> you know
1: the saxophone. And <laughs> say Alzheimer's, we do Alzheimer's. Guess who do we have?
0: Right. Break it down, so, Mister
2: Gary
1: Gosson Our very first guest is author Aquanetta Gordon. She is the author of Echoes of an Angel. Gordon has appeared on the Oprah Winfrey Show and television programs around the world with her son Ben Underwood. She continues to share inspirational stories about raising Ben, a blind boy who was known as the boy who could see with sound. With him, Gordon co-founded the Ben Underwood Foundation. To assist disadvantaged teens Gordon continues to speak about her life With Ben at a at personal empowerment seminars, churches, and other events around the United States. Gordon was also chosen by the United Way to, in Sacramento, to speak on behalf of the organization and share her story with corporate leaders. She is a native of Southern California who has raised five children, and Gordon currently lives here in Sacramento. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Black Talk Sacramento, Ms. Aquanetta Gordon.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Well,
1: welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, you know what? I am excited to have you here, too, because this book has been around for a minute, but people still talk about it. Uh, Can you tell us about Echoes of an Angel and what it's all about?
3: Well, this story is about, um, I have five children. It's about my fourth child. His name is Ben. Ben actually was diagnosed with cancer at age two, and it's called retinoblastoma, and it is a child cancer, and it was in the eyes. And in that cancer, the process of that cancer, in order to save his life, they had to remove his eyes. Mm -hmm. So that was in 94. Ben became blind. Um, He woke up from his surgery, and he was always this very um, energetic athletic little kid, you know, and very smart. At age one, he's my walking phone book. He woke up from his surgery at two years old, and he said, Mom, I can't see anymore. I can't see anymore. He said, Oh, I can't see anymore. I said, Baby, yes, you can see. And I took his little hands, and I put them on my face. I said, See, you can see me with your hands. And I took his uh, put my hand to his nose. I said, Smell me? That means you can see me with your nose. And I took his little ears, and I kind of pinched him and said, You hear me? That means you can see me with your ears. I said, You don't have your eyes anymore, but you could see. And we walked across the street, and Ben stepped up on the curb, and I thought, okay, Lord. The boy never stopped singing, even without eyes. Mm. I met Ben when he was, what,
1: maybe 13. 13 years old. The first time I saw Ben, Ben was, I walked into church, and there was this kid. The music was playing. I always sat in the back, but there's this kid jumping up and down in the front, and he was dancing as if he didn't care. <laughs> One thing I learned from Ben was Ben taught me that there was no such thing as... He he, he didn't have racism in his bones and I Mm -hmm. asked him why he said because he couldn't see Mm -hmm. he couldn't see who he was talking to. So that made it possible for him to have an open heart. Mm -hmm. And so when I had the small chance to meet this kid, he gave me a chance to understand what it was like to really see Mm -hmm. and see not with my eyes, but to be able to see with my heart. Mm -hmm. So what do you think Ben's message was to people?
3: That was the message. You know, so many times we we use our eyes to judge people, judge what you have on, what type of car you're driving, and we don't even realize what life is all about. And as his mother, he taught me that same thing, but truly how to love, how to love unconditional, because that's one thing that God tells us to do, to love each other unconditional, and that's exactly what Ben did. Was it hard for you to write this book? No, it wasn't hard at all. I had a lot. So much stuff is not in the book that, you know, Mm. um, because it is a Christian book and things that people wouldn't naturally believe would happen that were supernatural things because I tell people Ben could see. There are certain times where Ben said, Mom, when he would meditate, he'd call it doze and he'd meditate on the the word. He was actually memorizing the Bible. He almost had Matthew memorized. Um, He could see and Ben could describe people, but a lot of people wouldn't believe something like that is possible. You know, I even had a man tell me, um, on the phone one time, he said, "Because um, Ben used what was called echolocation, so he saw what what scientists scientists would call seeing with sound, like bats and dolphins. So he rode bikes, he skated. Ben played video games. Of course, you couldn't click a video game. Kids would cheat because they couldn't beat him. Mm. So, but Ben was very competitive. Competitive. Very there much. was nothing that Ben could do, much. but to to see him and to understand that you know what life was about, he just taught so many people, so many people."
1: So was he, was he taught to see with sound,
3: or was this something that he picked up naturally? How did he learn You know that? what? It was a God thing, but when he, one thing in the waiting room, when he was having his eyes removed, the Lord spoke three things to my heart that Ben would live and not die, he would see again, and it wasn't for me. Didn't quite understand it wasn't for me, but I knew he was going to see, so I never told him he couldn't see. I always said, go play, watch for cars, look where you're going, and hold your head up and look people right in the eye. So I would say, Ben, come over here. i let him go see everything. We, we only used visual words. We didn't use, you know, go touch this, feel this. Go look at this, you know, go in my room and look under my bed and get whatever pair of shoes I wanted him to get. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he was the only child of mine that could find anything because he wasn't <laughs> <he'd> see nothing. <laughs> you know, but so we didn't use, you know, the um, what people say, oh, feel this or uh-huh. look at it. It was go, you know, go, go get whatever. So I always told him, hold your head up, look people right in the eye when you're talking to them, sit up straight. I didn't want him to pick up any blind gestures, you know, and that's what he did. So, you know, people would talk, Ben, turn and look at him and people would trip out. When he played his Game Boy, his DS, he'd sit up straight and he'd look down at the game. So when the Lord had told me that, I believed that he was going to see. So I I had an expectation of him seeing. So it wasn't, you know, so it was normal for me to see him riding the bike, going off a jump in the middle of the street. I just told him, don't come in here crying because you're going to get a whooping if you do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
3: so, Such a black mama
0: <laughs> That's what
2: black mamas do right? like I'll oh, whoop your butt if You come in here
0: talking to You bet to
2: not. For our listeners out there The book is about 270 pages And I'm talking about The Echoes of an Angel uh, The publishers here The Tyne, Tyndale Tyndale? Tyndale House Publishers yeah. Book just came out one year?
3: It was last year
2: Last okay. year It was along with Chris Macias I believe now to Sacramento Bee Yes What was his in- involvement in?
3: Christmas Just Christmas, Christmas And uh, Tyndale's the publisher Chris writes for The Sacramento Bee Right And so it's really done Very very professional It was edited Like wow Unbelievably edited that, So it's it really be. written well
2: And um, he wrote a few stories On him before this book Ever came out Chris,
3: Chris that is He wrote a few well, Actually the first Um Cynthia Hubert was the first person that Cynthia came out Huber, from the beach. also from the beach. Yes, that did the first story. Mm-hmm. See, when the Lord had told me it wasn't for me, I didn't understand that part. And um, one day, you know, the doctor, because we came to, to Sacramento in 95, and um, I made sure I had everything set up. And so we went to the doctor then. And then um, I hadn't heard anything from the doctor because he didn't have eyes. You know, mm-hmm. he went to the eye doctor. And I don't know, about six or seven years later, he sent a card in the mail, and he told me to bring him in so he can check the orbits of his eyes and make sure everything was good. So I brought him in and Ben was, when they called us in the room, Ben was sitting in one chair and I was sitting in the other and Ben was looking down at his game boy. He was playing the game. And so the doctor walked in the room and he looked at Ben, and he went back out and asked the girl, where's my patient? And she says, well, that's your patient in there. And so he came back in. He didn't look at us. He walked between us. And he went over to the chart, and he looked at the chart, and he looked over at Ben, and he walked over to Ben. He didn't say anything, and I'm watching him. And Ben just kept playing the game, looking down at it. And the doctor got over his shoulder to see, was he really playing the game? Then he kind of knelt down and looked up into his eyes to see, was he really looking at it? Then he turned his head to me, totally puzzled. And he says, well, his eyes are nucleated, Right. And I said, yeah, he's blind. He said, well, how is he playing the video game? And I thought, well, he's a kid. He played video games, right? Bikes what is he supposed to do, you know? And he said, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. This is impossible. He said, we got to get him on Opal right now, right now, right now. And from that moment, that's when he called. Well, they told him at the uh, the, the hospital that he needed to get it. The media and get a mm-hmm. story written And that's what he did And mm-hmm. then from there Ben went all over the world And that was it basically
2: went, to talk about his unique qualities that Ben had Right Oh
3: yeah that So yeah And I mean you can Google him or YouTube Ben Underwood And you, it's just all, He's all over and, kind of stuff Oh
2: yeah and, you know he came into the Observer a few times I believe uh, one of our photographers named Felicia Rule used to bring him in And hey, outstanding kid Very mannerable. I can see oh, yeah. how you picked it up from you Just by you speaking on the air here We had some great conversations in there And you just would never know
3: Oh, yeah. You know, oh, you yeah. just
2: wanted the world for this young man. Yeah.
3: And, you know, being his mother, it was so amazing because he really, truly was an old soul. I mean, you know, sometimes I thought, okay, boy, you don't know more than me. You know, look, <laughs> stay at your level. But to he understand. Did yeah, he did. <laughs> But to understand the purpose, because each and every one of us are born with mm, a purpose. Where yes. It's not happenstance, you know. And um, and I didn't understand everything until hindsight, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, And I I truly thank God for all my experiences, even being his mom. That brings
1: me to my question. You know, writing this book, how has it helped or changed you?
3: Um, You know, it's grown me up so much because in this in this whole process, of course, Ben went around the world. He went to uh, Germany, Japan, Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. He was the only person in the world to use echolocation self-taught. Now, it wasn't something that he was taught. So what does that mean? Echolocation. It's uh clicking.
0: Oh, sound. He, clicking he used yes, clicking like sounds. Yes, like bats and dolphins. Okay. It's a
3: sound wave that came back to his ears. Okay. So he could walk across the street, step on the curb. Um, he can walk in crowds. I mean, he can he can go walk anywhere.
0: through
1: doorways without hitting the jam. He just clicks along,
0: mm-hmm. and then he'll find out, you know, how far something is. The sound exactly. bounce back. to Okay, him. very cool.
3: Yeah. So yeah. I even asked him, you know, because I'm I was curious about it. Well, he I had, he had to do what everybody else did. He had to clean up and. So he did everything. And then when the Oprah show came, they put a glass on the table. And this is the first time I really paid attention to what he was actually doing. He just did what he was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they had a glass on this glass table. And so Ben clicks around the table. He goes, that's the sound that he made. He taught me how to do it. And and he clicks and he says, well, it's right there. And it's a glass Mm -hmm. kind of blew people away because it's like. He knew how exactly you know? where it was wow. and what it was, wow. you know. So That's it was amazing. Yeah, it was that more is than very
0: amazing. Yeah. yeah.
3: It was you know, and even when he was little, when uh Miss Barbara, who was his braille instructor when we first came to Sacramento, mm-hmm. and he did have a cane at first where they had, you know, made him a cane, teach him mm-hmm. how to use it. And but he was already walking without a cane, so he would walk and he touched the end of the fence and he goes, Oh, there's the end of the fence. Now he's four years old. And Miss Barbara said, "Oh, okay. What are you? What is this kid doing?" And he says, "Okay, Ben. There's three cars parked on the side of the road. Tell me when you get to my car." And so they walk, and he goes, "Here's the first car. Well, actually, that's not a car. That's a truck." <laughs> and she thought, "Okay, <laughs> you know." <laughs> right. So it, he was at a whole nother level. Right. Yeah. Because it was more than just clicking. It was it was a God thing. Yeah. It was not he a prolific? Like- Skateboarder
2: too.
1: Oh, sk- skateboard or two. Oh, I love that. He a three-point shot in a basketball. Can do basketball, everything.
0: Well, you know, you know what it reminds me of is that um, you know when the when the sound waves bounces off things, it also um, creates a image. You know, you know of what? things that if you if you if you bombard enough sound off of things, mm-hmm. it will actually make an image that you can that okay. you can use. I mean, they use. They use um sound from uh, telescopes too, where they have mm-hmm. the radio telescopes and stuff yeah. where they pick up sounds from the, mm-hmm. from the from space. So it makes total sense that you could use sound that way to actually map out your environment. It's oh, very
2: he was cool. Good at yeah. It. He was good at it. And yeah. this is something uh it's very cool. common in visual visually impaired people where they, they're they're hearing it. The,
3: Oh yeah, heightened, right? It, yeah, it does. But it was for Ben. It was something different because yeah, he taught he himself very, to listen. It yeah. was more than just that. It was like the brain. He says, like we're in an airplane, you can hear the radio frequencies in the air. Yes. Yeah, he sounds, like
0: you he's, know. But he, his, yeah. he was beyond normal. just listening. Yeah, he, he was. was. Here. That he was a hear, right? Yeah, and see,
3: that was one of the things. Like being a mom, you know, you like the kids were out on the street, and we lived on a cul de sac, and so all the kids are playing they're on their bikes and doing all kind of stuff. And bef- when a, before a car would turn the corner, Ben would get out of the street. Well, the other kids didn't move until they saw the car actually on them. Right. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? They need to pay attention to Ben because he was more safe. When so when moved, Ben moved, you he know, moved. That, you know what that sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a
0: minute. No, you know what that sounds like? That sounds right? like that sounds like Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Daredevil oh, yeah. on uh, <laughs> <laughs> Netflix? That's you what know? it sounds like. But a lot of people, yeah, they they because he's blind, right? But he he totally he's he's, a yeah, man, he's like, a, you he he's like a superhero. <laughs> yeah. But he
3: was he was that kid. I'm telling you, one time actually, a real life Daredevil, right? At camp when they would go to the church camp, yeah, you know, and. One of the—I uh, forget the sister's name, but she was telling about this story where they were—it was at night, and they wanted to go down to the, the cross where they go and pray all these teenage kids. And so um, they're following Ben in the dark, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Ben said, okay, you guys, don't go that way because there was a bear over this way. So everybody stayed with Ben, and he took them directly to the—exactly uh, right to where the cross was, down the hill in the dark where nobody else could see. Yeah, yeah. But he was that guy.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You know? I
3: could totally—yeah, that's like— yeah. Well, a yeah, lot sure. of the
1: kids— a lot of the kids would, he was a hero to a lot of folks. Yeah. You know, yes, um, a lot of kids still talk about Ben. Yes. I mean, I myself personally still talk about Ben. I carry Ben with me everywhere <laughs> I go, you know, because this kid was, um, to know him,
0: it was Well, really he's cool. definitely, he's definitely an inspiration. Oh, man. Figure
1: if you think about it. Oh yeah. I mean, just to you know. Okay, he had some pretty famous friends. Who was his friend?
3: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, of course he met Oprah and Ellen. But no, 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 no. But his, his homeboy. buddy was Stevie Wonder. Oh, okay. Yeah. So even um, well, actually, we met Stevie. This company from England wanted been to promote their product here in the United States called Dolphin because they use jaws here for blind, and um, so they sent us to this place called Sea Sun, and Stevie Wonder was there, and I um. I went up to Stevie and I said, hi, Mr. Wonder. My name is Aquanetta. I have a son that's blind. His name is Ben Underwood. Stevie said, oh, I want to meet Ben. I want to meet Ben. And I'm thinking, okay, dude, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, Ben, get over here. You don't think thinking you're the celebrity. Mm. And he met Ben. He loved Ben. And they hit it off. They became buddies. He came out to Ben's 16th birthday party. Yep. Yep. And he even came out and went to the doctor with us. And then Ben, his cancer came back in 2007. And he yeah. passed away in 2009. He actually mm. died on Dr. Martin Luther King's holiday. January 19th And he which was buried
1: was the, On his 17th birthday Yes
3: and But that day was The a, the uh, holiday Of Dr. Martin Luther King yes. The next day Was the inauguration Of Obama Right And then Ben was buried On his 17th right. birthday so, so I waited till Wednesday To call Stevie Because I didn't want To interrupt him You know Because he really loved Ben They were actually Going to make a mama song For me Because the boys sang did music There was nothing Ben Didn't do mm-hmm. And uh, when I called Stevie He said Well he said uh, He started crying. He said, well, why didn't you tell me I would have made an announcement because he was performing that Monday? And I said, well, I did not want to interrupt your time, you know, and I didn't want him to be sad on that day. And he said, well, what do you want me to do? He said, he said, well, he said, what do you want me to do? I said, well, if you could come, I'd like for you to sing the birthday song. And I, and I, he said, well, I want to do more than that. I said, well, you do whatever you want to do. <laughs> you do you want to you yeah, do right. <laughs> right. He did a little eulogy, uh-huh. and he, he talked about how he met, because he was really well, excited he, to meet me. You know,
1: the really? most amazing thing about this day at this service was I was at the house earlier. I was, I was brought in to do photos of the event. Right. And so I'm at the house, and everything is cool. And I said, okay, I'm going to leave. I'll meet y'all there. I'll be there when you get there. So I walk out the door, and this limousine comes around the corner. And I didn't pay any attention. I thought this was a limousine for the family. Well, the door opens up and out steps Stevie Wonder. So I'm trying to hold my composure. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm trying to act like, you know. And so I, I walked past him. I said, I said something like, hey, Mr. Stevie. And I kept walking, right? But the most amazing thing was when he got up to sing in church, he's playing around on this piano for a minute. And then he says, you know, it's amazing when you have vision and you can't see. And I was like, oh, my God. And, and and so and then Stevie Wonder he that day he wasn't Stevie Wonder he was Steve Lynn Morrison. Yes, he was. And he put aside the Stevie Wonder part and he just sang as if he was a member of the church. And this man sang like I had never heard him sing before. Mm. And it was like,
3: yeah. And he sang, "I won't complain." Yeah, and it was. And like that amazing. song so fit, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because not only did Ben teach me how to live, to not see what what we see with sight, but to see through the heart. Yeah, the boy taught me how to die. Mm -hmm. But not once did he complain about, I don't want to die. He was so excited about going because he could see beyond sight Mm -hmm. that he taught me how to do it. Mm -hmm. He didn't take morphine. And I'm his mom. And, you know, I just thank God because, you know, it wasn't sad for me. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Since you're here and you haven't and
1: I haven't said it before, I thought you were amazing because I watched you um, go through this. And you and Ben were like. Home girl and homeboy Yeah, that's my you know, y'all, were, y'all hung out together like brothers and sisters more than mother and son. And even though he was going through what he was going through, you never, never, never let him see you go through it. Oh no! And I thought that that was amazing that you were able to handle that. I don't know what happened behind doors and you when know, you were by yourself, but when you were in public and you and was swinging, it was amazing. I know.
3: You know what? I did that at work as well. Nobody never knew what I was carrying because it was something I had to carry. And it was something that God wanted me to carry with him and not give it to anybody else. So it was a process that I had to go through. And I thank God for that, because when I did have to have my time, I went in my room and I had a fit and I talked to God like he was right there. I said, "Okay, Lord, then you come take me to the doctor because I can't do this no more. Let me see you driving me. You hear what the doctors have to say. And the Lord, all he gave me was his prayer and complete peace. That his will will be done in this situation. So when Ben did take his last breath, all I could say was, OK, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? I literally had to ask the Lord for tears about a month later because I didn't feel that sadness or that that missing him. And I was like, OK, well, Lord, he, he, I want to miss walked him you through.
1: He had walked you through completely. and he was fine. So, you know,
3: completely. And it yeah. was like to know that, you know, that, you know, yeah. and this is not, you know. Mm. Joking It's just to know That you know That he is in a place Without a shadow of a doubt That I know That he's at a place With perfect peace Yeah That we're all yeah. Striving to get to You yeah. know yeah. And that's the greatest thing The joy in my life Is to, to know leave that To without regret Exactly right. And to see him do it Now Ben just told me mm-hmm. We had come back from Japan And his head was hurting mm-hmm. And and the dates Were so significant too mm-hmm. In this process so it was on a Saturday, and I said, well, when we get back, Ben, we were in the airplane, and I said, we can, we'll go to the hospital. Well, after the plane landed, he felt better. He said, Mom, we can just go tomorrow, which was after church, which was Mother's Day, mm-hmm. January 7th. I mean, uh, May 7th, 2007. And so uh, we went after church. Well, he went home with one of the girls. She brought him home, and then we went to the hospital. They took him right in, and they did a CAT scan. And they came back and showed me the film, and they said, well, you know, it looked like his brain was hemorrhaging. And we were thinking he had a sinus infection. And I thought, oh, Lord, here we go again. Now, at this time, he's 15. Ben, get on the phone, start calling his friends. Hey, guess what? I'm in the hospital. My brain's leaking. I said, Ben. And that's how he was. Yeah. <laughs> I said, baby, you can't tell me. That. I said, Ben, this could be serious. He said, okay, Mom. I said, no, baby. This might be cancer again. He said, and I said, Ben, you might die. He said, you just be ready to meet me there. Just like that. I said, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, let's do it.
1: And he would he would. The thing that was crazy was he would do things he wanted. He didn't wear glasses. No. Well, he wouldn't wear glasses. Or shades. He wants you to see or see. He wants you to check him out, you know, and he'd look at you. It was, <laughs> it was like, OK. But he was actually to me, it was just getting people ready. You know, yeah. I'm going through something. Y'all, I want you to see that it ain't that bad. You know, exactly. it, was, it, was, it was a great thing. It was a great it was a great. And I thank you. You know, I thank you for Ben.
3: Uh-oh. You know,
1: it's like, thanks.
3: And I thank God. I thank God that he chose me. I don't know why. I'm like, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to do from here? You know, but I don't really totally understand the purpose of why he chose me because that was moving. Ben's purpose. Hmm. You know, when it was like, I don't know if, if there was really, I think he chose me because he knew I would him. you know, with a blind kid. Go play, watch for cars. And it was not, you know, there was things I had to turn my back on because I didn't want to see him get hurt. He never complained. One thing he said to me in the hospital, he said, mom, I got one confession. And I said, what, well, baby? You know, thinking think he's going to tell me something. He said, well, him and his friends, when they were little, they went somewhere on bikes and he got hurt and they had to carry him home. I said, well, what happened? he said he didn't remember, but it was really bad and they had to carry him home. And I thought to myself, what did I do? Because- he never told me. What if he need to go to the hospital? You <laughs> you <know>? Right. Right. <laughs> you all know, right. but uh, just to see that he was so confident. But he was still a boy though. He was still a boy, yeah. yeah. he, yeah, was, he, was, he was still
0: a boy. I used to say rough anybody neck. ever seen yeah, anybody? Yeah. I
3: thought anybody ever seen a bad blind kid? I have a bad blind kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he jumping off cars and doing all right. kinds of crazy things, you know, but Right. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful I wouldn't have had him any other way right right know, to experience he, it life. sounds
0: astonishing yeah um, I, I you know I'm amazed by the story um, just a just a it's like a modern day daredevil. I mean my goodness he just use echo <laughs> location to find out where everything is not only not only map his environment but also locate objects right Object, yes. and, whole, and that's to me yards. that's amazing to be like okay, there's a glass right there on the table. That is amazing. And then it can distinguish
1: between trucks and cars. And to me, that's yeah. that, that oh, is he would, astonishing. Like, he would see me and he'd say, um, I'd say, hey, Ben, how you doing? He said, come here. And I come. He said, let me see your hand. And He feel my hand. He feel my ring. Oh, yeah, that's you.
0: So he was was like that. So So did he ever have a
1: girlfriend? That's what
0: man. That was one of the things that I thought. Probably a few of those. Oh, he 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 loved him.
3: Yes, he did. And even before TV, yeah, even before TV, because Ben was a communicator. Okay, Ben knew how to talk. You know, most boys at that age don't know how to talk, but Ben knew how to talk. He knew how to communicate. Right. Yes, and you know, girls, young girls, they want somebody to talk to, in touch with their feelings. Yeah. (laughs) No, I because I've spoken with United Way, I've spoken at different places. One gentleman said, "Oh my God, you're." Ben's mom, he said Ben would come to his house and him and his daughter would sit on the porch and he would listen out. He would open the door a little bit and listen to what they're talking about. And he couldn't believe the wisdom and the things that Ben would tell his Mm -hmm. daughter when she was having, you know, difficulties or hard times. He would always inspire her or. Talked to her and I thought, wow, mm-hmm. I don't even know who this man is or where he lives. Right, right. But you know, Ben just did his own thing, and I just expected. I mean, I trusted him that he was. Well, safe you learned it a lot after the fact.
1: After he was gone, you learned a lot from people because they told yeah. you things yeah, that you didn't because know. Would, right. Yeah. Yeah. But this is my experience with him, and this right. is my experience with him, and so you got a whole nother look <laughs> he, at it.
0: Right. He and had and a which life. Great. He yeah. had a life
3: outside I mean, he of. He had a
1: big life.
0: Yeah. You know, and
1: that's amazing.
3: He did, and one thing I. I with all of the experience that I had and I've got videos from everywhere, YouTube, I even got them in Japanese videos. that I can't even understand what they're saying, you know, but I have all these things that even today I could still look at them and see him. That's you right. Know? He's still here. Yes. And but that's something I'm like, wow, that would be so amazing what most people would do that. And if they get that opportunity to, you know, videotape your loved ones. And, and so you can always have those memories, you know, uh-huh. and I'm just so grateful for that because I could see it anytime I want. It's right. right.
1: It's a forever thing. Yes. Yeah.
3: And very and cool. he's in a psychology book. They can use him all over the world.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. All right. They studied him. And they yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Very good. Yes. All right. So we want to thank Ms. Aquanetta Gordon for coming to this.
2: Aquanetta. Yes. To- yes, 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 yes. 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 And yes, that book, Echoes of an Angel. Please go out and get it because it's, it's
0: right here. At underground stories. books. You could buy it. How much yeah. is it? How much is the book?
3: I think it's about fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety folks. ninety nine. Echoes of 99. an angel. Yeah,
0: get this. Book. Come out out here and buy the book the and learn of true this true story
1: of a boy who lost his eyes but could still see. That yeah,
0: an and um, and read this wonderful testimony of a a amazing, astonishing hero.
2: Uh, hero. <laughs>
0: story of a boy that oh my god, can you imagine? A modern-day daredevil, to my mind, man. You
2: went around the world. I haven't okay. did that yet, so. <laughs> right? This I know. Time met met I Oprah. Okay. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Oprah. You know? Yeah. Some people wait a lifetime for that. <laughs> some people even see that in a lifetime.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: okay. And you know what was so well, amazing? Made it to Oprah, you the made it. He, like, he
2: also can serve y'all.
1: He could oh, surf. Yeah.
3: He was a surfer. He was a surfer. Well, you know, we went to Hawaii too. He, he was doing too much. <laughs> <back. He was laughs> so wait, you know, I'm his mama, and I told him I got behind him because you know we got the news there, and I said, right. "Okay, Ben, don't embarrass me. You better get on that board and ride it." So his and first time on up the on the wave, on <laughs> that board, he got up and rode that wave all the way out. Oh, really? Yes, he did. Oh, uh, he didn't want to make his mom <laughs> <Yeah>. embarrassed. <laughs>
0: he you be, better not drop off that surfboard. do fall, boy. Don't you fall. No, you better not fall. <laughs> you, you gotta, gotta come baby,
3: home. My boy didn't have a chance. He had to. Okay,
1: very good. So let Let's all give her a round yes, of applause for coming. Thank, Austin, thank you. All. Thank we you. Thank we you. appreciate your you. amazing, amazing
0: story.
3: My soul sister. All right. My soul mm-hmm. brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that we have a new poetry series that's about to happen. Um, Goss is putting on at his uh, gallery. What's, yes.
1: Senior readers Speak. For the first time in Sacramento, we're dedicating poetry to the seniors. So every last Saturday of the month, starting on Halloween, uh, October 31st, we will have senior readers speak, featuring uh, promoted by Straight Out Scribes. Okay. So uh, you must be 55 and older. Must be. To, must be to spit some words out there. So. Come on, the door is open to everybody. It's a good place for the younger crowd to come and pack up some of this wisdom that these folks will be coming down with. Okay, October right. 31st. October 31st, feature- the first featured poet is Mr. James Sweeney. Okay, okay. okay. Very good. And we have, um, it will be from 2 to 4 in the afternoon. It'll be enough time to get you in and get you out.
2: Okay. And that's 1825
1: Del Paso Boulevard. 1825 Del Paso Boulevard, number two. Sweet, number, number two. two. <laughs>
0: Mr. Okay. Sweeney is is pointing at something. What you you want to you want to say something? He's got
1: a poet a poem that he'd like to read here. <laughs>
0: He's a poet and he know it. <laughs> yeah, my,
4: feet, my feet show it. they're long. <laughs> uh, welcome.
0: welcome, welcome, Mr. Thank Lee. you so
4: much. Thank you so much. Um, as you all already know, um, the Million Man March uh, is the twentieth year. And I was at the original Million Man March, and I wrote this poem uh, on two newspapers. I can't remember whether it was the Washington Post or the New York Times, but I was inspired. And so I'd just like to give you all one poetic piece. Um, we'll give it up and turn it loose. we right on. It's called Up, Mighty Marching Man. Brothers, brothers, and more brothers. Regardless of stature, status, and stake, over one million men on the make and the men. We let ourselves in the million-man march. From D.C. did we start. A profusion of black intersected to place racism on its back. By bus, by train, by plane, by car, by caravan, and by feet, with none do we retreat. With all did we meet and enthusiastically greet. From California to Connecticut, from Alaska to Alabama, from Ohio to Oklahoma, from Mississippi to Michigan, from Maine to Maryland, from all 50 states we were dedicated and awake. With all hues, we have come to pay our dues. With God on our minds, justice is not far behind. Identity, purpose, and direction, much unity is erected. A wall of respect is detected. Love our wives, mothers, sisters, grandmothers, women, and girls. We offer protection as we fight for ours, including the benefits of election. We atone for too many wrongs, rebuild our families and make them strong. Busting the back of addictions, crack alcohol, cigarettes, and weed as we in the black community do the right deeds. Economic and educational self-enhancement cannot but engender and drive African-American advancement. Shiver through my spine to see and feel one million of mine. My soul made whole while the brothers and sisters, the stories they told. My back was not bent, my head was held high. I knew God was in the sky, very close by. I see our fair share, I see us there, I see our families held high as mothers and fathers no longer cry, as the killing of each other dies, no more reason to lie, not waiting for the sweet by and by. Back home to reconcile and atone, our leadership not gone. As only we can, up mighty man. With over one million we can, up mighty man. We here make our stand. Up, mighty man, as we take our land. Up, mighty black man, as no other can. Up, mighty man, with love we take our stand. With knowledge we perpetuate our plan. Waving our money, clout in hand, swaying to the morning drum beat, Africa calling. We must take the heat as we evolve and become complete. Up, mighty man, old and young. Big and little, tall and short, round and rotund, lean and clean, bold and black. One million, in fact, we will never turn back.
1: All right. All right. James Sweeney, ladies and gentlemen. James Sweeney. Senior Readers Speak, Goss Art Gallery Studio, October thirty-fifth. <laughs> 31st, and
0: two to four. Wait a minute, round you know, and rotund? Ro- rotund. Ro- rotund. Rotund. Round and
1: rotund.
0: What is rotund? Rotund is rotund. Baby.
2: Okay, okay. You ever see the rotunda? rotunda
4: that, you know, it,
1: the
2: rotunda.
4: Do you know the word corpulent?
2: No. Me <laughs> neither. Okay. But okay. but <laughs> you guys just <should> explain it.
1: <laughs> Since you put it out there, you better tell somebody what you're saying. Well,
4: <laughs> corpulent is a sort of a big person.
2: Okay okay, okay.
1: okay. Okay. It's a
0: Rotan, Rotund. Okay. You're bigger than a corporation. That sound. That sound. It's a big word for a big person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, All right. But anyway, though. Well, how did me. you guys? Uh, how did you fellas come up with this idea? Because there should be, you know, more senior adults involved in these type of projects that's going on them, just for them. So, for which idea? For the poetry or
1: the senior readers. Well, actually, the senior readers speak actually is the brainchild of uh, Straight Out Scribes. Stajabu came to me oh, and yeah. asked, would it be okay? She thought that um, the, the gallery was a good place to have it. And I thought it was great because I had never heard anybody talk about doing that. You know, uh, most port events start at 9, 10, 11, 12 at night. And most people 55 and older are not trying to necessarily get out there to go to read a poetry at that time. Mm -hmm. So we figured, they figured that two o'clock in the afternoon to four Mm -hmm. would be a great, there's going to be. It's bright out. It's bright outside. People still can drive there to. You know, um, Mm -hmm. there's going to be poetry. They're going to have raffles and all kinds of stuff. And the event is free. Doesn't cost to get in. Okay. So come on meet and greet. Yeah, come on. They'll, they'll is, it, be, is it a potluck
0: kind of thing? Well can they no, bring? they they
1: they will have some okay. some light snacks there. All right. But um you know cause most important- you know, cause the old folks can cook now. Well,
0: you know, I, I come I come we, if they and cook going to cook at see. Oh, we <laughs> want you to come in <laughs> anyway We want, we you want some sandwich <laughs> Well
4: you, you got it Once but again, They're going
0: to You know It's, it's ages They're going age me out You know, They're going to age him out like, I can't even read older. a poem
1: I can listen to a poem 55 <laughs> and older Anybody can come But 55 and older To say what you got to say <laughs> Okay so, so don't try old. to sneak
2: in If you're 54 We, we check an ID at the door You got a bouncer You got a bouncer That's right 54 and a half Don't even try to Don't come in with no Halloween costume, old oh, people, because we we kicking you out. I okay, This is exclusive for people 50, 55 and above. And but you can, come you
1: can come and check it out, though. Okay. Please okay. You okay. Need to come and check. Please come. Sound like it's going to be a great event. Oh, very good. Great.
0: So, what time is it right now? Observer. Observer
1: news. time. Observer news.
0: Um, so, what's happening in the Observer, Tony, to Harvey Tony Harvey?
2: Here he is. So what's happening in the Missouri, news, 8, man? Fifty-three years. Well, on the front page of the uh, edition, October eighth, 14th edition, we have this children matter thing. Everybody got these matters, You think children <laughs> don't. They well, do. you better
0: think. Yeah, children matter matters. matter is the um, is the is the word. It's the new is word. The word for this year? Well, matter.
2: Uh, and this particular story was uh, about a committee to reduce black child deaths. Share's plan with the county supervisor, which happened last week. You know, I talked about this a couple shows ago about mm-hmm. how. Uh, infant death yes. mortality yes. is yes. in the county, and you know they're trying to combat that. And he came over With a few things, and uh, it's important. The kids got to be here, man. Hey, you know, if they don't make it,
1: they don't make it. We don't. We, make we it. don't make it. Yeah, it's, mm. it's just that simple. Yeah, it's very simple.
2: Yeah. You got to. Oh yeah. you got to have babies. Also, um, going into next month, so I might well mention it now because she'll be here tomorrow, which will be October the fifteenth. Marion Jones. Former Olympia, Marion Jones, will speak here locally uh, for the at the Indivisible meeting. It was scheduled to be at the Gill Theater, but they have moved it to Sacramento High's Mel Lawson Theater. But tomorrow, that thing will start at 6 o'clock, and it'll roll about 90 minutes, so it will end at 7.30 And then Everybody that's know Marion Jones' story. That's a great know. story. Mm-hmm. Very good story. You're to have to do um, Redemption herself. You know, compared on the track and field scandals that was happening in, there in those days, and she spent five, six months in federal prison. She did her time. Now she's back out. She don't go to book. She's got her family together. She got her family together. You know, she is married. Everything's is lovely. Does she have we two do kids? bounce back. She has three kids. Three kids now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who is? She married a sprinter. Uh, I forget his name was, but he was a very good world-class sprinter at the time. But hey, his life is dandy run. right now. So we do. Hmm. You know, want to keep our. Uh, oh, she was convicted of. She was convicted for uh, obstruction doping. of justice uh, during the um, the BALCO investigation. you know, doping. With the steroids. Doping.
0: Oh, oh, doping. steroids. Yeah. Doping. So she was. Yeah. Con- oh, she was mm-hmm. obstruction of justice, but not the steroids itself. Yeah. She wasn't. convicted Well, of the steroids. you know, you know
2: how you know when the federal government come after you. They're not going to get off your tail. So she came up with it. They offered her a deal. She took it. Oh. There may have been some other things behind that. She wasn't convicted of it. I'm not mm. going to talk about it. But. You know, there were some things. It was, she was pretty About she left it out. That's what she did time for. Five six months federal prison. Of course, it's never easy to do time and stuff. She did her time. She's back out. she's doing. She's on the she's lecture just, circuit. She's on the lecture circuit. Talking that's about interesting. Her story. So
0: okay, mm-hmm. talking about her story. So, what's her what's her take on this? How how she
2: that's a good how thing. I would like to talk to her. About I don't, don't want to say
0: spin, but how she's yeah. she's
2: been a. Uh, Avoid. I, I'm not gonna say avoid the press or anything like that. She, she did. A, there was a big thing
1: on Oprah. Oprah, where are they now? Had her on there, oh. and she talked about um, how you know it was difficult, you know, to be up on top of the world for a minute, and then next thing you know, you are flat on the ground. You know
0: oh. that, that whole story yeah, that is, is a, a you know, good. She was. She was. She was the how to one, right go from one go from famous to infamous. to infamous, I mean, think yes. about it.
2: In the 2000 Olympic, she won five. Medals, and then she was stripped. Didn't no one else ever had did that. And ever they stripped them and, of and stripped her. Her all After five that, of they stripped. I think they only stripped her of everything that happened from 2000 until the time she stopped running. So anything was before the, that,
0: where, where, she where, wasn't
2: disqualified.
0: Was she the only one that? Oh, was, absolutely not.
2: Because during between 2000 and 2004, a lot of a lot of athletes, a, a lot of athletes were either suspended or banned from the.
0: But didn't, go to jail. but didn't go to jail. But what? didn't Convicted. go to
2: jail. Didn't go to jail. Now, there were, were some other people see, there that other people. behind her that went to jail, but they went to because jail not for other things. Not even Armstrong. For was other the jail. that had nothing to do with doping. Mean, she,
1: she, she got caught up in court, you know, when you lied to the judge. That's obstruction of justice. <laughs> obstruction of justice. So it got kind of crazy. I don't know. I,
0: I, I, I don't want to say it was a black thing, but you know. Stay off was... the black thing. She, no, she, this she this was, is a widespread
2: thing. She
1: got her hand caught in a cookie jar. And it just, she got caught.
0: But it's like nobody else went to jail except but for her. But at the same
2: time, though. Because,
0: you know, it was a, if she's doing it, you know, it's a common thing.
2: Everybody was. Everybody I ain't going to say everybody, it, but there was a lot but, of people there. But there was a lot of people know. doing There's it. was a lot of pressure, man. I mean, you know, you yeah, talk about course. track and field. They don't make professional football or basketball money, but they do make some pretty good money. Yeah, but it's to, all about uh, seconds, right? It's a,
0: like you got to get that edge.
2: Yeah, exactly. You got to get that edge. And that's what we see in baseball. Right. That's You know, it's like, hey. Five years ago, he wasn't hitting the ball like that. And I know I'm better than him. Where's this juice? Stuff? Yeah, where is it? At? Put me on it, you know?
1: Okay, right, right, it's true.
0: It's true. So,
2: so it, it, it was why
1: she's running laps around people and they haven't even started yet, you know? So okay. they, now she the
2: thing gone. about it uh, when she was released uh, from prison in 2009, she signed a WNBA contract with the Tulsa Shot and she played a couple of years for that team. Mm-hmm. She signed, a, a, of course, a a rookie contract for about thirty thirty five thousand dollars, you know, a season and stuff. But she was waived, maybe a couple of seasons after that. So can she, though, get, can she get back into sports? No, she is banned from She's track banned and field. From track and field. She could do any but other she, sports she want, but track and field is out. Over.
0: So she okay. can't even redeem herself. Not on that
2: Well, not Not, not to that I mean
0: affair. she's
1: redeemed herself She could personally. be a coach huh? She could be a coach You know she's She's going around And her, part of her redemption Is going on this tour And talking mm. You know and she's Telling her story she's Well saying, you gotta make you know, money And mm. that's how She's making she her money She does now. have a family To support Yeah yeah it's hard I Do not blame gotta, her for that
2: Yeah But once again She will be here In Sacramento In Divisible Tomorrow. meeting So if Tomorrow, you wanna know October more
0: 15th. If you wanna know more About um, um, being famous And then and um, Going from Going from hero to zero, you can come out and um, listen to this sister talk about how to rebound from that. Because mm-hmm. that has to be something that it's, uh, it's you hard know, to rebound from.
1: You're here. And That'd be just, very hard. Similar. Like I you know, like said, hard, you yeah. go down
0: quicker than you came up. Okay, gravity, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that gravity and so down The gravity
1: and the ego that went along with <laughs> yes, that. You yes, yes. You you your you wings, to, baby. Oh, you have to shave safe. But no, no. You know, yeah. if, if,
2: if you read her story, if you analyze her story, Marion seemed like she just, and this is just a personal opinion. Marion just seemed like she surrounded herself with the wrong. Type it was of the kid. wrong people
1: because she was she wasn't listening. And she it was, was, all, about the it so was all about money. So nobody on her nobody on our money. team went to jail.
2: Yeah. Yes. Uh, the father of her first child went to jail. He's in jail right now. He's doing like ten to fifteen years for. Uh, oh boy, he was uh, washing money uh, somehow. He. He it was laundering was a bank, money. It was a bank fraud. <laughs> he was, he was, was, a, no money was
1: a money launderer.
2: To that effect, right? <gasps> Actually, that was the government came the after for. It was in
1: the sports. Really? Oh, it was oh, all really? connected in that.
0: Oh my God! So yeah, he was.
2: It's, so it's a lot of light. money involved in this. But the see sport, the thing man.
1: about it, the light came on him, and it shined on, him, and it shined on her, mm-hmm. and that's
0: where because it, it was her
2: bank
1: account. It all So that's how she got caught up in the.
0: She got caught. She got caught up in
2: it. Yeah, and then later on, one thing led to another, then her name pop up in these balco uh, investigation,
1: and so they are already investigating for one thing. So we might as well just
0: take this whole shit down. Let's yeah, let's let's uh, broaden the scope here. Let's She's very <laughs> lucky.
2: She could have went to jail. She could have went to jail for a long, long, long time. a Long time.
0: Okay, so what else do we have in
2: the observer? Yes, yes. So we did want
0: to. So talk when, talk when is she coming again? When is she coming? Uh, she'll be tomorrow. Here tomorrow, October. Oh, she was here already.
2: 15. No, she'll be here. She'll tomorrow. be here
0: tomorrow. Oh, she'll be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yes. When okay. Is October so October uh,
2: fifteenth. And she will appear at the Sacramento High School Mel Lawson so Theater. by the time you listen them. to
0: this podcast, it'll, it'll it'll already thing. <laughs> it already
2: happened. It would have already it, happened. it was. But anyway, it's a good thing to talk about. <laughs>
0: right, right. It's a good thing to talk about.
2: <laughs> now, also, oh, yeah, another thing that we've been talking about, at least in the Sacramento Observer News, and I'll read this to you real quick. The racial profiling bill was signed last week. And this law requires that law enforcement agencies to collect racial data. Okay. Governor Brown.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Has a, has approved legislation To change California's definition of racial Profiling and require local law Enforcement agencies to collect Demographic data on people They stopped, this office announced Last week, now you know that's been rolling on Long, now before that
0: What, well, what, what is the effect of this policy Is it is it is it positive or negative For us?
2: Uh, for us it's positive Because you know before that you know they were Doing it voluntarily and stuff like that Now they're mandatory that you do it. Okay? okay. Now we're going to be looking at these numbers a little bit more closely. Okay. All right, you know Racial profiling—we talk about black and brown people right off the bat. Okay, right, and we right. know we're targeted. I mean, you be walking down the street, you're going to be racially profiled. Okay, so if you're going to stop and question these people, you got to collect. So all they that can data. look
0: at the data and be like, okay, you you're stopping way too many black people right now. Yes.
2: So you need to you need. And if there's not an arrest or anything out, behind it or something it, like that, will this
0: be? Will that data be available to to the public? Yes, or? it will. Okay,
2: it's, it always is. I mean, if it's tax taxpayers' money. OK, it's going to be put out there for us to see. Okay. And, you know, that's just one that just uh, assembly bill 953. That's just one of several bills that made it through the cut because there's some other ones. I guess they even stalled. We haven't heard on them. Are they still trying to push them through? And we probably won't hear any more about that until next year. Mm-hmm. But, hey, that's a start. I mean, we, we all know what type of problems we have with law enforcement. I mean, we do want them to do their job. There's right. no doubt about that. I'm not anti-policing anything like that but there's still some few bad apples out there that
0: I also heard that Jerry Brown um just enacted a policy that is mandatory to be in, registered to vote. It was just recently that he that he signed that into law. It's mandatory. Mandatory now. Mandatory for who? To it, it just automatically once you go to the DMV, it automatically. Oh, oh. Automatically
1: enrolls it you. Enrolls you. Okay.
0: Yeah, into um, you know, so none of that voter ID stuff for us in California. Yeah. So we're definitely leading the field for that. So well, every and, and every black every person, person be registered to vote. So yeah. So go, if they have license. Yeah. If you go to the DMV, you're automatically. You're you know, automatically enrolled in. Um, on the ballot yeah, that's, good.
2: that's, good that's, very, good. that's yeah. very good yeah we talking about vote, vote they spot. said it can increase now, now, here's by 1 thing. million by well, million, million if it
1: increases that means you still got to get the people to go there. But yeah. you well, to, to, get get to, get to step, step. but it's just one less step you know it's like okay now you, you got to convince them to vote we're, right. we're probably the most non political people on this world well earth. It's, it's it's
0: we have apathy you know, when it comes to voting, because we feel like our vote don't matter,
1: and but so we got to stop that. That that kind of attitude has to stop. If you, yeah. don't vote, you don't vote, you, <laughs> <get> on,
0: <laughs> you don't <laughs> matter. Get out the
1: vote. <laughs> vote matters. You
2: can't <laughs> complain. Don't wait <laughs> till afterwards. <laughs> oh no, I'll see, you can't <laughs> complain about what's not you going. You got down a voice, but you didn't use there. it.
0: Black life matters. Vote matters. Voting matters as well. So yeah, that's 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 crazy. Well,
2: mm-hmm. so, hey, so that's AB two fifty three. We'll see how that works out in a few years. You know, what else really? you got? Okay, I do have one other thing that my colleague wrote. Uh, Ms. Janoa Barrow, Observer senior staff writer, author empowers victims of domestic violence. Teresa often shares her story of surviving abusive relationship and finding courage. We're seeing so many other books like that come out like these days because this is d- domestic violence is up.
0: Well, I think they're more vocal now. I think it's always been there. It's just that. You know, women have kept silent, you know, about this, you know, about this thing that happens to them, because I know personally, every woman I've ever dated pretty much has told me that they had some kind of attempted rape or attempted something. They have it's like almost like. Walking down the street, they they are accosted, you know, mm-hmm. by by men. So um, where they actually grab them, you know, that kind of thing. And so I think they are being more vocal now, where they actually think it's okay, especially with this Bill Cosby thing, right? Right? You're like, oh, well, we got to right. talk right. about this now right. because you know that the gives them p- permission to. To you know, more people come out. It's 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 an well, epidemic. People
1: are developing more courage. It takes courage. To, it takes a lot of courage to tell somebody somebody abused me. Yeah, you know somebody. Yeah. And because most people don't want to feel like I'm weak or they send off a message I'm weak. I was abused because I was weak. Yeah. So that's the psychological thing that plays. When it happens to say. a man, men don't talk men, about it. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. But everybody's going to start talking about it now yeah. because of the fact that it's just people are tired of the behind the door stuff and sweeping under the carpet and stuff like that. Right. So how can I help anybody else if I keep being silent about my problem. Right. Okay. The more people hear things, the more willing they are willing to talk about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to hear people be more vocal about it. Yeah. And it's a good yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's a good thing because then you have to, you know, it and develops even, empathy it, with like you. you. Like you said about the men. If men had enough nerve to talk to each other about what they've gone through in life, it might be an easier place to live in. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got you have so many people that are damaged walking the world. Yeah. You know? uh, we need mental health like crazy. Yeah. Okay. We need we need that arm of mental health to wrap around this whole community because there are so many people hurting in so many different ways. Forget about the black, brown, the color. Mm -hmm. What's happening outside of that? The things that are causing me to feel like I'm less a person because someone has hurt me. Yeah. You know, and I can't stand up and say I'm hurting because I don't want to seem like I'm weak. So it's going to have to be a new campaign that says it's okay to say I've been hurt.
0: Yeah. Oh, not only that, but it changes the whole how people see you. So, sure. you, you know, you you don't want to be known as the person that went through this trauma. But at the you same want to be time, a it also person. could be,
1: you, that, that, by you coming forward and talk about it, could also be that you're the person that's showing a sign of strength. Mm.
2: Because you've got to think about how many people haven't said anything. And when you start talking about it, the other ones... Yeah, because
0: people be like, oh, well, you know, if you well, can, if you, you can, if you can open it. up about this, then maybe yeah. I can open up about have, this and be, be accepted. Sure. You know, and that's the you know, that's the issue is like to be accepted as, as you open those things.
2: Well, we,
1: the, we, stig- we, it's the stigma ahead. of mental health in the black community, in the brown community of if you go to mental health, you're crazy and all that. We got to get past that. Mm-hmm. That's you the know, stigma. They, they had a big um, town hall meeting recently here. At, at the guild, it was about mental health last week. And mm-hmm. so, my question was, which nobody answered or nobody asked, was, What are you going to do in the black community to get rid of the stigma of being crazy because you need help? Okay, there's a lot of people walking around here crazy. We don't know crazy when we see Man. it. Okay, because we're so busy calling each other crazy. Well, we, we all,
2: all got something going on. There's now. something going on with it. Okay, everybody. and I say that yeah. respectfully.
0: Yeah, and, mm-hmm.
1: and, and I mean, not in a disrespectful way. Everybody's yeah. everybody's lived a life where there's something that happened.
0: Yeah. Well. Well, my thing is that there are people walking around with heavier crosses to bear mm-hmm. than well, others, be and and sometimes um, it makes it hard for you to be productive. You know, yes. because you can't get past. Your trauma. But and, that's why you have
1: to talk about it.
0: And that's true. And and not just, medi- we don't want just to be
2: medicated out no, of the issue. No, but no,
1: you no. need to have somebody that's that's there that can have a conversation with you. To, yeah, that's to willing to talk to you and tell you about what's you going on. Talk you through your obstacles. Talk
2: you through it. When you talk about these things, then that's when people realize that, hey, I'm not the only one because oh, other people come forward with their stories, mm-hmm. and that helps out right. a whole lot. Yeah. yeah, it
0: helps a lot. Yeah, it's kind of it like a lot. it's kind of like group therapy, right? Right, exactly. It's therapy. <laughs> right. right.
2: We need a and big, we need that. I mean, we, I'm, just, I'm
0: right. just right. The black community saying. just need a big group hug. That's all. Well, we Well, right. no, no,
1: <laughs> but, but, but like but you said, have you, have you to don't stop look being at me like everybody like I'm crazy because I'm telling you about this, right? You know, it goes back to when I said we have. There's got to be some trust. We don't trust enough to be able to say, you know, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell Tony and Lawrence about my problem because they're going to get around and talk about being behind my back. Mm -hmm. And see, that's the things we worry about. We're concerned Mm -hmm. about that. So we have to not be concerned. You have to have somebody that you can go to. Everybody needs a person that they can talk to. Right. Period. Right. It's
2: true. Someone that's going to
1: listen to you and not judge you.
2: Okay. Okay. So Let me get one more. Can I get one more? Yeah, one more. Okay. This is okay. Now, this has to do with State Senator Dr. Richard Pan. There is a recall effort Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That is out. He to gave it mm-hmm, <laughs> To recall him? To recall him. And this is That's all over up. the Senate Bill 277, which we all know that is uh, the child vaccination requirement. You know, if you go to school, you have to take these, uh, you have to get vaccinated. The kids have to get vaccinated. So there's been a recall effort for that. There was a referendum out there right. to, re- to pull back that bill, but that It's going to fail. Mm -hmm. It's falling short of the votes that it needs to get. But the recall effort is still in effect because the group that's pushing it, that's leading it, has until December Mm -hmm. to get 36,000 signatures to recall. So there'll be another election if that happened. Dr. Pan told me last week that he think they maybe at this point have Mm 12,000. So you got about a couple more months left. You know, it's a 50-50. They could get it. They could get it not. But I do know by reading certain reports that like 60, 65% of the state is in favor of vaccination. I mean, mm. they have that choice. And if, if it's 65% of the people who agree with this. But should it be mandatory, though? No. And it should be. I mean, I, I thought it was mandatory when we were growing up. You know, yeah, I had to get vaccinated. You got a vaccination mark
1: on your shoulder? Yeah, right. When you was a right. Kid? you get this, they, they they get, get you with it and um but you know the thing the thing, that's, the thing that. that's really really scary about all of this if you've been given vaccinations all these years why suddenly did it, did it come become bad you know well i think people are more you know there's
0: pe- a lot there's of religion con- there's concern religion has some there was concern, concern. There's there's concern there's that religion. that the that the government because the government is not always exact truthful you and got- you don't know if the pharmaceutical the pharmaceutical companies is trying Straight to get rich off of, they might like, oh, we want to introduce a new thing into the into this regimen. Yeah. Well, so you know, there's concern that they there's not, concern, they're, not, but they're not 100%. I think,
2: I think a lot of it has to do with, like what you're saying, with the government is, you can't tell me what to do and what to do with my kids.
0: Mm, that's part of it, too, yeah. as well. You know what I mean? There's, they they want to protect their children mm-hmm. from, you know, from... Everything. So you don't know. Like I said, there's there's a distrust with the government right now, even with Congress and 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 everything. So this distrust has trickled down to even these medical concerns. And that's a legit,
2: legitimate concern.
0: To yeah, yeah. Well, to for admit. me, yeah. If I had children, I'd be concerned too as well.
2: Mm-hmm. So then okay. again, it's like you know, I don't want my kids going coming back home with lice. Right. Uh, right. You know, you know, when, when one kid
1: comes <laughs> <With
2: lice. when, laughs> one kid come back with a cold. That affects the whole house. <laughs> right. You already know this. Right.
1: You, know this you ain't going to worry about your kid come home with life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
2: <laughs> okay, so let's move on to other news, Could right? You use right now, blue, um, You know the Million Man March?
0: Have you heard anything about the Million Man March?
2: Well, you know Barry Aces, Aces, he went.
0: Yeah, I saw yeah. pictures online that Barry yeah, he uh, put a lot of went. pictures on there. Aces, right.
2: Now, the thing about that is it's, it's the 20th anniversary. 20th the first anniversary. one was October 16, 1995. So they... Nation of Islam put together another march but they called it justice or else march.
0: So now that sounds ominous. That sounds ominous. But, but
1: <laughs> I heard I heard the first year that they had the Million Man March they asked everybody to give a dollar. What how much they
2: asked this year? $20.
1: Well, that's not bad. Okay, but at the same time my question is what's different for black men in America since the first Million Man March 20 years later, 20 years ago? Yeah, you know, I mean, well, I would I would like to know. Was, I heard from people that was different. That there was no Trayvon, There were no there were no solutions given. Mike Brown. It's just a conversation about what's going Eric on. Eric Garner. Well, the first one was about black men, right? A uh, 12 year
0: old Tamir. Yeah. And, and this one, changed. this one was everybody he invited everybody yes my, my, invited my, everybody. Yes, yes. my
1: point I'm trying to make is where's the progression where's the progression since 20 years you know it's like it's almost like it seems like everything's going down here versus
0: well I think up. yeah I think
2: it's still high in the black community
1: yeah I, e-
0: even even then
2: okay. <laughs> kids are graduating and they don't have a proper education
0: yeah well even then I think that um, with everything going on you know right now with such emphasis the conversation has definitely especially with the black lives matter movement right. and, and the trademark Martin and all these things that's happening. I think Right now is probably a good time to have the march because so much stuff, there is so much attention on these issues that you can actually build up momentum around these issues. Be- because before, you know, with the first march, all these things were there was no real outcry, even though you knew these things was happening. Right. There was no real, you know, media attention on
1: all these issues. But there was a there's an outcry on this one. Now but, there's an outcry but, that they can actually is- use as momentum. People that went there and went to this new Million Man March, they didn't walk away with no solutions. They just, you know, it's one thing I hear about it already. I can hear in the street about it. I don't have to go to a Million Man March. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, I think
0: yeah, to me, marching and, you know, using the old tactics of the 70s and stuff, I think. Obsolete. Well, yeah, I think that. Well, you got to, if you want a I different think result, you got to do something different. marching is good for
1: building, you know, solidarity. Yeah, but if you want something different to happen, you gotta do something different. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't keep saying the same. You know, they beat me down and me, <laughs> but and then, and then at the same time, you're not doing nothing about it. But, you, you know, the actions are not changing. Yeah, we still got brothers on the corner fighting for turf, for land that they don't even own. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff like yeah. that. So what's really changing? Yeah, it's got to be more. It has solution. to be a paradigm shift
0: somewhere. Oh, somewhere.
2: Our, our wheels are still spinning. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, believe, well, I think. Is still I, think saying. I think I think there hasn't been any. Well, yeah,
0: well, what God's saying is important is that we still don't know where to put our efforts because we don't know what there. There is such a fracture in our community where we don't know exactly how to deal with, you know, what's the effective way to deal with these issues.
1: Well, I think that the first thing, it starts with itself. You gotta, you gotta, the man in the mirror. You gotta check out the man in the mirror first, because if yeah. you, you know when you ride an airplane, you ride an airplane. What do they say? You put your mask on first before you try to help somebody else. Right. So it goes back to that. We've got to get ourselves together so that when I come in your world, I can help you. If I am still walking around here on one leg, how am I gonna help right. you run? But but you
0: know, black folks are kind of strange. They be like, well, you have some people that be like Jesus is the answer, and then some uh, of the other black folks be like Allah is the answer. But well, but and the then, answers is going to
1: be different for everybody but to some at some point you got to You have come to say together. we have
0: to have a common interest sure, right you got to meet each other in the middle you're like okay, okay. what's our common interest yeah. what are we working for and i think that's the problem that we we that we have is that we don't have a, a way to um, to pinpoint that common interest and say, okay, we're gonna shoot for this. That's what we're gonna shoot for. We all all agree. Sure, we all agree that there is (laughs) a problem. This is this issue right here. Police brutality is our issue, or whatever issue you want to focus on. The issue,
1: how about we start with the issue of us killing ourselves? We started, Mm -hmm. we need need to work on that. That's Mm -hmm. a problem that's really crazy. Like you hear in Chicago, how many black folks are dying over a weekend? Mm -hmm. Okay, and what are they dying for? Nothing, Mm -hmm. for nothing. OK, mm. that, you know, how many times you have to see that in the news to know something's wrong with that? Right. That mindset, the whole nine yards and and people got to stop making excuses for it. Mm. Th- there's no reason why I should be killing you over a block of land that I don't own. Yeah. Mm. It
0: it's doesn't exactly
1: make any sense.
0: Happened. Yeah. Exactly well, it's true. Happened. OK, moving on. Um, have you heard about Raven Simone's?
2: Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, what was was when she she came out with an apology, though, right? She apologized. What did she say? Can, can well, you elaborate, she said Tony? she would not hire uh, anybody with a ghetto name. Raven. What do you think Raven is?
1: Ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> you, you named your daughter after a bird. <laughs> so now if, daughter, if right. I don't name my is, daughter Is that Alexis? her given
0: name or is that her uh, stage her, name? Her,
2: her name is Raven Simone, but it's another last name. But, she, you know, her stage okay. name. Raven. Her first oh, two names. Oh. But, Goss is right, her dad named her... These names, and he came out public and said, Oh, you know what? She's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he even said his own, yeah, he even
2: his can, own yeah, daughter was crazy. Yeah, That's yeah, probably why can, she came back and said, Hey. Yeah, her
1: yeah. father caught her in the corner and said, You but know what?
2: She's been saying and doing." she's been saying and doing a lot of controversial things. Well, like they're, they're, I don't, they're, know, they're, I just you you don't
1: get it. You have to understand. You have to understand. When you get to a certain status of money, you think that you can say and do the things yeah, you want to do. And she's doing that. And she's doing that. She's not
2: the only one, because I believe the circle that she runs around is the same thing. The same way. But I just don't get it. What, what? Well she You can, have a privilege privilege. Here, here's life. the deal. She's, she's on a TV show. Something.
1: She gets to, she she knows that she can get the air. Raven Simone is at a point where she just wants it to But
2: she's only getting the air right now, guys, because of what she's saying. She well, don't have no hit record or nothing. But no, that's what I'm saying. You know, hit you, show out you, now. you need that, attention. Yeah. Okay.
1: You need attention. So the only way it. that I can get attention, yep. let me be silly, and I'm going to say some stupid stuff. I may have to retract it next
2: week. <laughs> that sounds like Ben Carson. <laughs> well, you know, well, what
0: I know. I that man had lost his mind. Okay. Uh, next up is uh, um, there, there has been two outside investigators that have ruled uh, the death yes. of Tamar, Tamar, Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice. Have... Uh, was uh, reasonable. Yes, that his death was that that the officer was reasonable in shooting Tamir Rice, the little boy that was playing with the yeah, gun. you
2: roll up on him and then you just start shooting him
0: after two seconds. He didn't even. Uh, all you had to do was sit there. To me, it's like all you had to do if there was a call to the police, right? That there's a little boy in in the park or in this field playing, right? All you had to do is sit there, pull up to the park way far away, and just watch the boy for a while, and he'd be like, "Okay, he just playing." But why roll up? On a child, and in two seconds, just shoot. I mean, even if the, even if the, to me, it, it was. And then they say that. Then they, they say, okay, it was reasonable that he took those actions. And it's like it, it is. Two. I
2: don't know when you look <laughs> at the video, it's like two seconds. I mean, yeah, you look at the video and it's like, come on now. No, they no don't adjustment. have nothing to do with no training. You're Put the just gun a, down. You're just as bad as you're just as bad as anybody else. You know who doing these type of things. There was no reason. To roll up on him just like that and just pop 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 pop. I know it's like no no. Whether announcement. he was twelve or twenty four. Yeah, no announcement
0: of who you Nothing. are. Be like, put the gun down. Nothing. You know, I'm
2: officer so and so. The young man, the young kid, did not have a chance. And then they tackled his sister. Right, the sister okay. came out. Mm. Now, if you, and if you look at the video previous to that, when he's walking through this, when he's out there playing. Right, that too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was dirty. That that they too. did, they did the sister dirty. Okay, he's pointing a gun, and there's about two or three people that walk past. And right. He ain't shot nobody yet.
0: Right. All
2: yeah. right? Now I don't know if they had that sit there and information was relayed to these officers, but there's already people walking past him, and he's like, "Hey, you got a gun, a real gun? I don't know, but he ain't, he's not capping no, You know, he's not spraying at nobody. Right. But you want to come up there." Because you got a gun, you trick tri- Well police,
0: you Well, I think it goes into the whole benefit <laughs> of the doubt, right, when it comes to black males. When they yeah. see a black male doing something, a black man doing something, or a black boy doing something, he's automatically it's automatically assumed that he's he's up to no good. Um, these assumptions have to be challenged. Well, I mean, I mean it's that, so
2: disturbing. Because, I mean, what we were just talking about a couple months when the first anniversary show, the cop, I believe in the same city, Cleveland, jumps up on a car and just oh, yeah. starts shooting it to the— <laughs> <titty's>, titty, <laughs> oh, okay, and he gets. He gets it off. Goes, yeah, because he to the mental. He didn't health want thing. like he drove up there two seconds. He started no, shooting. You know what? because
1: black folks. It goes back to mental we health. We got now. all these
2: other cops shoes. I'm just going <laughs> to jump up on the car. I'm, hey, forget it.
1: I'm
3: happy. I'm, oh, we got I got, got a now. couch over here. Man.
1: For some folks to lay on. I'm telling you, it goes back to mental health. You know, we, we can keep complaining about the guns and the whole nine yards. But like they say, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Okay. So we need to get some mental health going in America. When they get when they when they closed out all these mental health ki- uh, hospitals in California yeah
0: Reagan did yeah. Reagan
1: did that you ought to know that there was going to be some stuff happening in the street yeah okay. they are here yeah. and yeah. they're here yeah and they don't had babies and they done pollinated. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay go all ahead. right Move. That's
0: deep moving on to moving on to tech news um, wait 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 come come back here
1: with this here Kanye West
0: okay all right all right he's
1: another one who's looking for attention
0: well he did a good job this time he went on American Idol he showed up he did like a little cameo appearance on American Idol as one of the contestants right Uh so he did a contestant video he did one of his raps whatever I think it was a good promotion promotional effort on his on his on his thing it was a it was cheeky right it was it was cheeky so he just went there he was like okay I'm Kanye West. I'm gonna do this. I think it was kind of cool. It was fun. Um, he he didn't really make any remarks talking about that he's Jesus or anything. So I think did he talk <laughs> about
1: being the president? No, he okay.
2: didn't. He just went there. He just had a bit of fun. So let's th- just I go think back to what cool. you say, Goss, uh Just looking for some attention or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you if you're in that business, you got you got to constantly yeah. be you, you got to be up. But you yeah, know what? At the same time, you have to be trying to yourself.
1: generate. Right. You know, you have to watch how right. far right. you'll go out there to get that attention. Protect your mm-hmm, brand. Sure.
0: You well, know. you know, they, I mean, I mean, Rihanna, everybody. They They're all looking for that. Okay, so moving on to tech news uh, briefly. um, It's going to be – there's a couple of links in the program notes. That you can click on. Um, there's a Kickstarter thing right now, a laser razor. So, would you shave yourself, your face with a laser?
2: <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. So, you know, all these things causing cancer and stuff like that. You think? Uh, absolutely not. I don't think
0: the laser no. would cause cancer, but you know they have a, a laser edge, whatever. So, what right, how, how you glowing?
1: How you glowing in the dark? Why are you glowing? i'm using that? Or laser. you be very. You I'm you about look like Krypton.
0: I wonder. I wonder where the laser bumps yeah. Right. I wonder That's how it would be. Okay, so Google offers a virtual reality street view. So now you can use. Um, right now, virtual reality is all the rage. So you can actually put on these goggles, and when you turn your head, um, the view changes as you turn your head, like you're in regular I've life. I've seen that. And yeah. so now Google has offered in its Google Maps that you can actually put on a VR headset, and you can actually walk around Oak Park right with the VR headset because you know you can do the street view yeah. on, on Google, and you'd be like, boom. I'm I can see, see the brick house right there, you know. Nah, 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 so nah. that's kind So
1: that's kind of cool. I think that black folks should I'm get a drive into, to the, you know. I'm a drive to the brick house.
0: <laughs> All right. And then um, on another thing, Stephen Hawkins um, talking about technology is making inequality worse. So he goes, i put a link on there to, to click on that. Uh, black folks need to be hip to this is that the more technology we get. Well, I talked about this many yeah. times. You know, our jobs start to disappear because, you know, because the more advanced technology. Advanced so that's
1: technology. why we have to go to school and learn how to use these computers and all this
0: modern technology. Yeah, yeah. so and not shut ourselves down and be stuck in the past. We have to constantly
2: be forward. be black and forward. And you know what? If Stephen Hawking said it, I better read this. <laughs> right,
0: right. Okay, and then the last thing, the last thing on here is um, Amazon is Etsy. is trying to com- com, you know compete with Etsy right now. Um, They're starting a new website called Handmade. You know, if you're on Etsy, you might want to check out Amazon because Amazon is like the number one um, um, bookseller in the world. But now only for uh, not book, only for number one book pen. Yeah, it's for everything now. I mean, they sell technology, they sell everything, and and you can have your own business and sell them there as well. And they and now they want to compete with Etsy, where you have like all you soap makers out there that's actually making your own soap you can put on there, or 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 jewelry makers. Right. So this can be an avenue that you can sell more things worldwide. Yeah, worldwide you can you can have a bigger audience. Ooh, our faithful
2: listeners, please be aware of that. Yeah, that's check that out very
0: interesting. So I got a link on all these things on the program notes. You can go online to uh, blacktalksacramento.com and check out the program notes to all these things, Click on these links and and be more informed. And um and I guess that's our that's our day. Yeah, yeah it's it, our day. Our day. It's a pretty good day. Hey, another yeah. great show. Yeah, so who was our guest again? Antoinette Gordon. Antoinette Gordon. She was
1: the um, Author of Echoes of an Angel. Mm-hmm.
0: Echoes of Angel. Come out and buy her book right here in Underground Books.
2: That's right. And, book based uh, on her blind yes, son. Yes. Yes. And Ben Underwood.
0: And we had um, our, our Mr. Sweeney came over. He read a poem. Great. And masterpiece um, promoting the seniors' readers' day that's going to be happening uh, October. Check ID.
1: Everlast Saturday
0: show
2: up I'm to check you <laughs> out I know, I know you
1: Okay <laughs> We need some senior edges Around there y'all Come on down And um, my name is Inside a I'm Jerry Goss Simpson And I'm an Antonio Quote unquote Tony Harvey
0: Tony Harvey thank offer. you very Black much And this has everybody. been Black Talk Sacramento Number 13 Thank you Mother thank Rose you, for Thank having you Mother Rose For having us Love you We and love you we are signing books. off we See are you off. later
2: <laughs> Off the air Peace Bye bye
1: Peace Chicken grease. All right, Christian.
2: That's low. Wow. These
0: songs are free. So, how was the debate? All I ever okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, are they?